0: and welcome back to give it a chai. My name is Quinn and I am drinking chrysanthemum puer from Sweteria. Ooh.
1: Hello. It's Lily. I am drinking the IKEA roibus tea. I believe it's called Egentid. Yep. We speak Swedish. Yep, that's that was definitely not a mispronunciation and it's correct. Not a super fan of roebus because it's a the flavor, the caramely flavor is a bit too much for me. This one's very mild, so
0: it's delightful. Freaking love roebus, dude. Rybus, <laughs> the best eee! tea. Alright, so today's kind of a twofer episode. Um we're gonna do a short little bit about how do we say this island again, Lily? Wadmala. Wadmala. Wadmala Island. Um and then we're gonna tell you about some of our new favorite local places. Uh, We have a lot of sources for our little island uh, section here. Uh, The Tea TeaLeafJournal.com, Tea Plants and Where They Grow, UK Tea and Infusions Association, Planting and Plucking Camellia Sinensis, How Stuff Works, their article How Tea Works by John Fuller, NPR with the uh, piece Yes, America Has a Working Tea Garden. We Visited It by Jill, is it Nymark? Yeah. I believe so. Um, charlestonteagarden.com.
1: Uh, another source is my Annie Faye. Uh, she's the one who told me about the Charleston Tea Garden. She sent me the NPR article. So thank you to my Annie Fay. I'll see you in October.
0: Yes. Why might this be exciting? Now, we talked about how um, you need very specific conditions to grow tea, and those conditions don't really exist in the U.S., except we in this one very special place now chances are that most people have had tea that was grown on this island which is really cool most americans i should say because the american tea brand bigelow gets most of their tea from Wadmala island
1: mm-hmm. indeed
0: okay so
1: as quinn was saying uh, america is not a place to grow tea at all Uh, as we talked about in our tea origins episode with Assam India that's a place to grow tea because it has all the conditions for it so the conditions are going to be hot and humid climates frequent at times heavy rainfall elevated to allow for drainage and sustained high temperatures of 21 degrees celsius or about 70 degrees fahrenheit for at least eight months so if you live I guess not in Florida it's not going to be 70 degrees for eight months so Nah, not really going to work. But it does work in this one island. The U.S. does not seem like the ideal place to grow tea. But there is a large-scale commercial tea garden located on an island off the coast of Charleston, South Carolina. It is called Wadmala Island. Okay, here's this quote from the website about the island. 127 acres of gleaming dark green tea bushes unfold in endless rows framed against light green fields and silvery loops of Spanish moss that
0: festoon. When was the last time you heard the word festoon? I literally could not tell you. <laughs> I, to be honest with you, what does it even mean? <laughs> that festoon
1: the oak trees. I think with context clues, it means like rest upon, like the Spanish moss is resting upon the oak trees.
0: A chain or garland of flowers, leaves, or ribbons hung in a curve as a decoration.
1: Okay, so it's a really specific word. (laughs) Like, specifically for this sentence. So specific. Wow, I think they made up a word for this sentence. Anyway. With its sandy soil, subtropical climate, and a generous yearly rainfall of about 50 inches, Wadmala is an ideal home for tea. Who wrote this? Jane Austen? Like, what is this? (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's so literary.
0: It's beautiful. It is. Great adjectives. Bravo to the editor of this website. My personal challenge is to use the word festoon in my daily life at some point in the next month. So,
1: I think you could actually do it because it's in reference to plants. So it would be like, now I'm going to bring up the Epcot food and flower festival. That is a big festooning event.
0: There are there
1: are plants everywhere that have the
0: flower garlands. There is a festoon happening in <laughs> the park all over.
1: Is it a noun?
0: It's a noun and a verb. I read you the noun definition. I think
1: this is a verb because it's Spanish moths that festoon the oak trees.
0: Yes. So if it's a verb, it means to adorn a place with ribbons, garlands, or other decorations. Okay, so I said, like, to cover. So, yeah, it's just, this is such a specific But this is specifically decoration, okay? The example they give is, the room was festooned with balloons and streamers. Oh, okay. You can festoon with whatever your heart desires, okay? Yeah, I festooned
1: this. I don't have any witty thing to say in that moment. keep that in. (laughs) (laughs) And this has been Latin
0: Vocabulary with Quinn and Lily, the best Latin students ever. Yeah, in case you weren't aware, that's where Lily and I uh, bonded was in Latin class. She's currently showing me the griffin that we won with our Justin Bieber pumpkin in Latin class. That was it. I was just telling Amanda, I was like, I can't remember why we won this, but we won this griffin. It was a
1: pumpkin.
0: So tea production on Wadmala Island goes back as far as the 1960s. Um, in 1987, a third-generation tea taster, which is obviously a dream job.
1: What could be better?
0: I'm job hunting right now. If anybody out there has any openings as a tea taster... Twinings. Hello. I am available. Um, I'm not going to lie. Have I searched, like, tea jobs near me? Yes. Have any results come up? No. <laughs> Except for, like, Starbucks. Shoot your shot. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) So, third generation tea taster William Barclay Hall, Hall purchased the land and he converted the farm into a commercial operation. The Charleston Tea Garden was born. Hall's original American classic tea became the first tea to be entirely made from tea grown in America. Business continued and in 2003, the Bigelow Tea Company bought the garden. This deal was initiated by Hall as he was seeking additional financing. The original name of the Charleston Tea Garden was the Charleston Tea Plantation, but on June 9, 2020, the name was changed. Uh, There is a statement from the website regarding this change. Quote, this land has been farm country for decades, so we knew that changing the name from plantation to garden represented the land appropriately. We are also sensitive to the fact that plantation is a word that carries significant pain for many in this country and throughout the world. Bigelow Tea has worked hard to create an environment of inclusion and equality, but as an organization and as individuals, we know we can always do better.
1: I believe that we should do a give it a try official field trip here. I told Quinn that I checked on Google Maps. I am 15 hours from Wadmala Island. Quinn is eight hours
0: from the island. Road trip.
1: Road trip? Road Road trip. trip. Road trip. Okay. You road
0: trip here. We do some tea things here. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes.
1: Road trip. Continue south. Second road trip. Yep. Fly back. Rent a car. Yes. So anyway, this... Charleston Tea Garden, as we've said, is the only large-scale tea production garden in the U.S. There are, however, smaller local gardens. In a few states, the largest concentration of gardens located in Hawaii. Which makes sense. Yes, it makes sense. I'd love to do a separate episode
0: on this because it has to do with, like, the volcanic regions. It's super, super interesting. Megan, who was one of my other bridesmaids, is actually going to Hawaii uh, very shortly for work. nice yeah and she's gonna be there for a while i think okay um so if she gets to go out there maybe we'll drag her on our episodes yeah tell her to look out for some tea hawaiian specific tea we do have a quote just to end this little section from william barclay hall quote what could be better than a life centered around tea nothing absolutely nothing
1: what are we trying to do here that's exactly it. Yep. Okay, I've been much happier since surrounding myself with more tea, so he is correct. Cheers to that. I'm drinking IKEA tea in an IKEA mug.
0: IKEAception. There it is. <laughs> uh, all right, so now that we've talked to you about Wadmala Island and where Bigelow grows their tea, super cool. We are going to talk about some new local businesses in our, well, Lily is not really in a new area, but, and I actually don't know where yours is. Is it in Rhode Island? Yeah, it's in Providence. Okay. But some some new local businesses. Mine is in my new area. Obviously, first thing I did when I got here was figure out what new tea places I needed to try. Mm-hmm. Newsflash, DC is overrun with bubble tea places. That so,
1: doesn't surprise me.
0: There's so many. Interestingly enough, I can't find a lot of, like, I don't want to say casual tea rooms, but all of the tea rooms here are in, like, expensive hotels. I mean, it makes sense, like, what
1: type of clientele they're catering toward. Where, like, yeah. Orlando is, like, a, you know, young city, like, a young people's city, and they're, like, catering to more of, like, the artsy, funky crowd. And so you're going to get a lot more of those, like, Picasso moments types of places. Right. Whereas DC is, like, yeah corporate politicians like it needs to be fancy so that you can meet your clients there whatever
0: yeah do but i did find a really cool one so i'm gonna let you go first because i'm really excited to hear about yours because you dropped photos for me already
1: my tea place today is called ceremony tea and it is located in providence rhode island my great state of rhode island so this tea place it's also a wine bar which i'll get into So this is located right in the heart of Brown University, uh, right in the campus. So it's in this like nice college area. The interior of the tea room is uh, all white with uh, light wooden uh, tables and countertops. And it's just like a very clean, fresh look, very bright looking. Uh, I went in there. uh, All these college students are studying with their like nice MacBooks. It's that type of vibe, you know. So I first came here. Um, with my sister and I was recommended this place by my coworker V who knows that I love tea and this is one of her favorite spots in the city. And so when I went with my uh, sister, Kate, she got this drink called the Jasmine Fresca and I'll talk about two more drinks after this, this, but this one very fresh, still maintained that Jasmine flavor, which I find is kind of hard to do in an iced drink. All the drinks that I'm going to talk about are all iced and this still had a beautiful jasmine flavor, so I was really uh, into that. So before I get into the other teas, I'm going to just talk about Ceremony Tea, and I'm going to read this from their website about their teas and where they source the teas from. All right, so at Ceremony, we source teas from small farms and handcrafted teawares of quality and character. We work with our producers to select small lots of products that can be traced directly to its origin. Each season, we bring you a collection of carefully crafted leaves from China, Taiwan, and Japan. Making sure we bring you the best teas, we evaluate We evaluate them based on the region they are grown in, structure, complexity, and most important, taste. Yes, our tea wares come from China and Japan. We collaborate directly with artists that are passionate and show mastery of material and technique. The pieces we choose to carry are both functional and beautiful to look at. So, they do offer tastings in their like private uh, tea room. I have not done that, um, but you can email them for that. And they also have tea education classes. So this is what it says about that. We offer public tea classes and lectures. Our tea specialists are known for their pursuit of tea knowledge. Most people would say that about us. Pursuit of tea knowledge. We possess that. Yeah, we pursue it. We pursue it. And have it. (laughs) And it's there. We do our best to educate and preserve the Chinese tea traditions while introducing a modern twist to tea drinking. We spent years traveling around Asia to visit harvest and produce alongside the heritage farmers we are offering two levels of tea courses for those who are interested in diving deeper into the world of tea guess what i am dive deep let's do it yeah i want to go there dang it's such a cool place i was telling quinn like i felt the need to like dress up a little bit when i went there because college students intimidate me especially like brown students like ivy league kids i'm i i do not know and I got two drinks like a weirdo. So I'm not going to talk about that now.
0: I always get more than one drink. I have the multiple beverage gene. There are always like four beverages around me. You got to, well, you
1: always have to have water. Like just plain room temp water. Yes. Just, you know, in the vicinity, right? You never know. And then you got to get the, the Flavies, the Flavies drinks
0: flavor leaves.
1: So in addition to being a tea room, they also have kind of like a marketplace space. So they have a freezer section with a bunch of different types of frozen treats, like a lot of various different mochis. Right next to that, there's a refrigerator with local drinks as well. And then they have a wall and that's all of their various tea products. So this is like any tea accessories, mugs, teapots, stuff like that. So the other two drinks I got, which I will talk about now. Now, all these drinks are awesome go here if you are visiting Providence or in Rhode Island or visiting Brown or whatever this place is great and it's really convenient it's right in the whole college area okay so the other drink I got was a masala chai this was iced so good you know I love the chai latte this one was excellent I pair it with oat milk usually when I get uh, milk you know in any latte I usually ask for oat milk I think it works the best almond milk tends to water it down at least in my opinion This is great flavor. You can taste all the spices with every sip. It's perfectly blended and it's not too sweet, which is very key with the chai. And I thought this was especially important to note because I was just drinking it straight from the cup. I wasn't using a straw and you were still getting all the spices without having to like dredge up, you know, all of the sediment at the bottom. That's
0: wonderful. This was
1: such a good drink. Now, the opposite of that, I got a strawberry matcha. This one definitely needs to be mixed. It's a beautiful drink because it has the matcha green on the top. In the middle, it's the choice of milk. Again, I went with oat milk. And then the bottom is going to be the fresh strawberry pieces that are muddled to create that sort of red base at the bottom. It's a beautiful drink. It's gorgeous. I, yeah, I sent you that picture. So I took a sip, and it was just like the bitter matcha. And I'm like, ah, yeah, I need to stir this So to go and get a straw before you mix it make sure you take a picture you know for the gram you know you gotta make sure gotta get that gram gotta get that gram (laughs) this one also was absolutely delicious the strawberries are so fresh it does not taste like a jam or like a strawberry flavoring it's like you're literally sipping up the seeds of the strawberry it's such a fresh and beautiful drink and as you mix it And the matcha gets mixed in with the strawberries. And since you're sucking from the bottom of the cup, you know how a straw works, everyone. The matcha mixes so well with that fresh strawberry flavor. And the sweetness from the strawberry really offsets the weird bitter from the matcha. And it's just, it was a great drink. And I sipped on that. I I was like drinking both at the same time. And I also didn't have a MacBook with me. So I probably looked insane. But I had a great time. Yeah, who cares? Who cares?
0: Listen, if somebody's enjoying their tea... Just leave them alone.
1: Exactly. Did I get green matcha spots all over the countertop? And did I wipe it up with a notebook piece of paper, a la Quinn? I did that.
0: Hell yeah. I feel honored.
1: Yeah, it was really awkward because I literally took my notebook and went like pushed it on the... (laughs) (laughs) Wait, that's worse than what I did. It is worse because I was in public. There were no napkins. There was a station with lids and straws. There were no napkins. Could I have asked someone? Yeah, but I would have to talk to a person.
0: Yeah, we don't like talking to other human beings, hence we have a podcast. Yeah. So
1: anyway, highly recommend this place. Like I said, if you are in Rhode Island, make sure to hit this up. This is Ceremony Tea. So they also have a section that is their wine bar. So in addition to tea, Mm. they also serve wine and have a decent selection of wine. Uh, I didn't get any of that, but it's really beautiful, and they have a full selection of wine, so that's a part of it, too, which is cool. But, yeah, it's, a, it's not just a cafe. It has a whole section to it, and you can get a lot of various things there. So, highly Do recommend. Do they have snacks? So, the snacks they have, nothing that you can buy from the can- counter that's prepared. They just have a freezer in the back of, like, mm. frozen desserts and things like that, and then a section of other drinks. So, in terms of food... It's not a full cafe in that sense. It's really just gotcha. focused on the drinks, but the food that they do have is like frozen desserts and That's probably cool.
0: seaweed. You they know? truly focus on the tea. Oh, yeah. The
1: main jam. So at a ceremony tea, Providence, Red Island. I'm excited to hear about yours.
0: Love. I want to go there. Um, I do love the pictures you sent of this place because it looks really aesthetic. The lights almost yeah. look like books hanging upside down.
1: Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, the lights are super cool. I was just sitting right under that. I was sitting at the counter. I was the only person sitting at the counter. I think people just understood that. I also did the weird thing where I sat in the middle instead of like like, to one side. (laughs) And then once I started cleaning things up with paper, people were like, (laughs) What?
0: What's happening?
1: Listen, I kept people away, and that's the important part.
0: It's a vibe. Um, My vibe is Bridge Troll who drinks tea. So
1: Yeah, that's what it yeah. is. Okay. Yeah, Welcome. you can see in the picture that I posted with drinks in the background is like their wine setup. Oh, cool. Oh, I, I took a full picture of it too. Like the, the wines that they have, you know, it's not that much, but it's a part of the, the cafe, the tea area. Yeah, it's an option. It's an option
0: indeed. I love it. All right. Well, switching gears to DC. Yeah. Um, I actually went to a place that's just outside of DC. It's in a town called Silver Spring. Yeah. Yes. And this place is a little dessert cafe. Mm. Um, so let me read you their little about us that I found on their website. It says Sweetaria is a family-owned desserts cafe known for our Thailand-inspired dessert and beverages. Use of bright color, various textures, elaborate arrangement, and exciting flavors. We turn dessert making into an art form with our passion. With an unforgettable variety of pastries, savory toasts, unique desserts, teas, coffees, and refreshing drinks, we strive to create something for everyone to love. I'm going to say try to say uh, the names. I apologize in advance because I'm probably going to say them incorrectly. Ditlada Wickedit.
1: Yeah, that sounds like a name.
0: And husband Saranan Karikarn. Thailand native who has family owned Thai restaurant next door conceived of Sweetaria to share with their community the Asian desserts they love so much. Sweetaria has quickly become a must for local sil- for the local Silver Spring community. So this was one of the first places that came up when I was looking for more of like a tea room or tea cafe that wasn't bubble tea. Yeah. And wasn't like a high-end like hotel tea room. So Dave and I have gone here twice. We've each gotten a drink both times. Um so the first time we went, Dave got Thai coffee, so gross. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, it was actually you? very good, uh but it wasn't tea. So that's all I have to say about that. The first time that I went and ordered a drink I got the butterfly pea lemonade, which they make with lemongrass and jasmine tea, and it is freaking beautiful. Yummy! That is the drink that I shared with you, Lily. The picture where I'm like holding oh, okay. it.
1: Okay. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um. So it's kind of like the green tea on the bottom, and yeah. then the purple butterfly pea flower, um, on top.
1: Ooh, it's beautiful garnish. Yeah. Oh my gosh,
0: it was delicious. And it's also one that, like, you definitely want to stir, but take that Insta beforehand because it's really pretty and they garnish everything beautifully. It's amazing. The second time we went, Dave got their Thai tea latte. Or no, he didn't get the latte. He got the pandan float with Thai tea. Okay. Pandan, I don't know if I'm saying it right, is something that we recently learned about when we went to the... Asian Fiesta, which was a street fair in D.C. That's literally what it was called. Oh, cool. And it's some kind of plant that, like, is used in a lot of desserts. It's, like, ground up and used in a lot of desserts. Okay. So, in this case, it was used as a literal, like, float on top of the drink. And it was almost, like, a sweet, like, creamy consistency. Um, so, it was really good. I've had Thai tea before. I love Thai tea. It's its own, like, delicious indulgence. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: But um, it was it was really good here. Super sweet. Like, if you want a dessert drink, definitely go for that. I tried the Chrysanthemum Puer that is on their menu. Um, and that is what I just finished during this episode. Okay. And it is so good. The only way I can describe it, like, it's definitely a black tea, mm-hmm. but the finish on it is almost like a sweet, weedy cereal. Like, that's the taste it leaves in your mouth.
1: Oh, I was going to ask, like, what's the flavor of chrysanthemum?
0: Yeah, it's like really good. I guess so, because that's all that was in it. I didn't get it sweetened or anything. Oh, cool. And I did get it iced. You can get it hot as well. But it was, I think, 95 degrees the day they we were there. So no. (laughs) Yeah, no. But that was really, really cool. So their drinks are really cool. They have other stuff on the menu. They have a bunch of frozen drinks. Um, with, like, lychee, there's a milky apple drink, which I would like to try, but also sounds questionable. No. Milky, as an adjective, get out of my face. Yeah. I always want to try things that I'm like, that doesn't sound like it goes together, because every time I try it, it's really good. Like, they have another one that's a carrot and lemon yogurt. Okay. Sure. I'll try it. Yeah. Gimme. Gimme. I love how they categorize their menu,
1: bakery zone, healthy drinks. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah. Everything is really good. Coffee corner.
1: (laughs) I love this.
0: (laughs) I will say, too, like, they clearly have a fun sense of humor because on their Instagram, which I was looking at before we went the first time. Mm -hmm. So if you go onto their Instagram, they have, they started posting in 2021, which I believe is when they opened. So they're still very new. Oh, wow. Cool. Yeah. And they have, like, beautiful photos of their food and their food looks exactly like their photos like they're not doing mm-hmm. anything specific for their photos it comes out the way that it is served but then there's also this picture
1: <laughs> oh okay see i saw that one in one of the pictures when it was wearing like the america outfit yes right, uh, right next to dave which yeah. I love. so
0: what we are referencing is this giant person-sized teddy bear like one of those lily's not on tiktok but there was a trend on tiktok where people were taking the stuffing out of those and then like sitting in them and scaring kids
1: no i don't like that stuff no. yeah
0: no but it's Just one of those it it's one of those that like you could fit inside of if you needed to
1: one of the pictures that quinn posted in our shared album her husband dave's like standing kind of next to the bear so like i can like sense the scale of the bear
0: Yeah, it's huge. And it's much larger than he is, which is insane. But so, quick aside here, because my favorite thing is that there was a saga with this bear. Okay. Okay. So, there was a saga on their Instagram. This was back in... Oh, it wasn't that long ago. They posted it June 1st. And they change what the bear is wearing and the decorations around the bear seasonally. Okay. So, like, during Christmas, he had on a Santa suit. He has been posted in like a sweater with a scarf on during the winter and like he had a cute little red scarf on with uh the decorations in February he and right now in July he has on red white and blue like American flag overalls
1: yeah they're incredible
0: yeah and he's like the mascot of this little tea shop I guess and I love him I think his name is Kai so And they take pictures of him, like, in different places. It's very cute. But on June 1st, they posted a picture with a bunch of broken heart emojis. And it said, Feeling sad today, Mr. Kai, our mascot of Sweeteria, was stolen by the man who rides the black bike. We know he lives nearby us. He took our mascot from the back door. And then they posted, like, the security footage And they've got like all their chairs and the bear is sitting and it's clearly like behind the restaurant and this guy just comes by takes the bear like puts it on his back and bikes away with it and it was a scandal dude was he like one of the tiktok trends He's like ah
1: my moment to steal this bear to (laughs) get inside of it (laughs) yeah to live as the bear
0: i don't think so so leave it alone dude it was really sad. They posted a picture of someone with the bear that just said, Miss you, Kai. Aww. And then it was on, I guess the next day after they posted that, they got the bear back. Yes. Yes. Success. So I will say when I first watched the video, when you're seeing it, it looks, it's out there next to the dumpster. Okay. It's not like right yeah. next to it. It's like... There's a bunch of chairs, and the bear is on the chairs, and there's probably, like, five or ten feet between the the chairs and the bear and the dumpster. Yeah. So I feel like they were, like, redecorating or, like, cleaning the floors really well or something, and they just needed to get everything out. So they stuck it all out there for, like, however long. And when they went back to get it, the bear was gone. And whoever took it brought it back and was like, I'm sorry, I thought you were throwing it away, so I was just going to take it. So I think it was an honest misunderstanding but I just love that this saga exists on their Instagram and that they were so upset about it because obviously your mascot is very important. It is. And also like a lot of things can get done on social media when you do stuff like this. So
1: like you might as well. Okay. It's true. Yeah. And obviously like what would this place be
0: without Kai? Without the bear. Anyway, so. got got him back. Yes. Obviously they are also known for their desserts. So I can talk about that a little bit as well because we've tried a few. And also there's, tea in some of their desserts oh so we got the two Thai tea desserts um one is their Thai tea toast and holy heck was this a dessert (laughs) yeah oh I'm sorry it wasn't the Thai tea toast it was the Thai tea thing we got was the buns yes so it's a custard bun bun ping um and it was a Thai tea custard okay and it's literally like It's just that. It's just a sweet Thai tea custard inside of, like, a roll. The roll itself isn't, like, sweet, which was kind of nice because the custard is so sweet. Right. It was delicious, and you get two of them in one order. Yeah, super tasty. They do have a Thai tea toast. Um, Their honey toasts are, like, their dessert toasts. These things are massive, you guys.
1: Okay. I
0: didn't try their Thai tea lava, which is their toast that includes Thai tea. But it's beautiful. It comes with mixed berries, banana, granola, condensed milk, honey, homemade Thai tea custard. So probably the same thing that's in the bun. It looks amazing. The other two things we tried were the, um, we tried two different panna cottas. Okay. So the other tea dessert we tried was the Thai tea panna cotta. Absolutely amazing. Again, just that Thai tea flavor. And panna cotta is always really good if you've never had it. It's like a sweet, somewhere between like jello and pudding, I would say like it's the, almost the consistency of jello but with the creaminess of pudding yeah, yeah yeah if that makes sense and then we tried oh the mango which like the panna cotta itself was pretty plain on that one but the mango topping is so flavorful so i think that's why they do it that way and it was really good um the only toast we tried was the mango sticky rice because i have a weakness that's my kryptonite that rice. is the dessert I will always get. Mango sticky rice. Have you ever had it? No. Oh my gosh. It is so good. It's... The, the sticky rice is literally, like... It's always, like, packed really tightly because it's it's literally sticky because it's full of, like... They make it with, like, coconut milk and mm. sugar. Oh, okay. And it's so good. And you usually have fresh mango on top of it. It's amazing. So this was, like... One of their toasts, it was huge. It's almost like Texas toast. Like, it's massive. It comes with a fresh mango rose on top of it. So it's like thinly sliced and designed to look like a flower.
1: Oh, yeah. It's so beautiful. Yeah.
0: And then it comes with like crispy mung beans, mango cream. It was amazing. And there was a little bit of ice cream with that one too, which was delicious. I couldn't even tell you what exactly it was, but it was really good. So highly recommend this place. Even if you don't go for tea, like, you should. But the dessert is amazing. Um, I think this would be a really cute place for, like, a first date. Because they also, it's like an old store. Like, the the actual location is, like, an old store. And you know those old stores in towns like this that have, like, the store is really far back. And you have to walk down, like, almost a shoot through the glass display.
1: Right, Yeah.
0: So they use that area as seating instead of like display area because it's a cafe and it's really cute. So you can like sit in the front of the like glass display area right on the street and essentially you're like advertising their products because you're eating and drinking them. Right. But it's really cool. So I highly recommend as a side note, they were selling butterfly pea flower like dry in a bag so you can brew it at home. Which, every time I've looked at that online, it's, like, not cheap. What is that? So, have you ever seen the videos of, like, teas and stuff that are purple and then you, like, squeeze lemon into it and it turns blue? No? You haven't seen this trend? I'm not on a, the talk or the ground. Hold on. Now I have to send it to you. So, it's, it's became this trend online because it's almost, like it makes it almost look like a magic drink. Like, I don't even, but you can make tea out of it. And it comes out this really beautiful purple color. Even like my favorite gin is made with it, but it has this chemical property where when it reacts with acid, it turns a different color.
1: Oh, all right.
0: Yeah. So in the video I just sent you, I think she had lemon juice in the cup where it was brewed into. So it looks like it changes color as it goes into the cup but you can see the original color in the top of her brewing mechanism. And then as it pours into the cup where the lemon juice is, you'll see the color that it turns.
1: All right, live look at me not watching this talk. Okay, so it's blue. Is that naturally occurring blue? Yeah. Wow, this teapot's awesome. What? Hey, now
0: it's purple? Yeah, so it's like magic. And the colors are both really beautiful. So it was something actually that um, Disney had at one of their bars really early on. Because there's a bar on the boardwalk called Bar, which is a really cute place if you're ever there. I highly recommend. Actually, Neil Patrick Harris has a cocktail there that he like designed and it's on the menu. And the whole like shtick with that place is that it's like the magician's hangout. So if you hang out there for long enough and pay attention to like the paintings... They'll occasionally, like, move or do things. The wallpaper does really cool stuff. Um, There's all kinds of, like, little hidden things in this bar. But all of the drinks are magical as well. So all of the drinks have some kind of show element to them. And one of them uses this butterfly pea flower and changes color. Yeah. So that secret's kind of out now. The internet's, like, obsessed with it. But it's also just, like, really good and supposedly good for you, I guess. So they have bags of it for sale and I went to the restroom while we were waiting for stuff and Dave noticed it on the wall it's in one of these pictures that I took there's like a wall full of merchandise and you can see there's like a big bag of it hanging on the bottom there and then they have a couple of smaller ones up top the large bags were 50 grams which is a lot right they charged eight dollars for 50 grams oh
1: my god
0: yeah, so Dave just got one and I came out and he just hands me this giant thing of butterfly pea flower. So now I have a bunch of it to play with, which is cool.
1: It is tea or it's not tea?
0: It's technically, they're, they're kind of flower, I believe. Um, oh, but okay. a lot of people mix them with tea. A lot of, there's a gin called Empress 1908. It's the gin that was part of my signature wedding cocktail. Okay. Um, and I actually make a tea cocktail with that, with Earl Grey tea. That's really, really good. So yeah, for sure.
1: Wow, this place has it all.
0: Yeah, and that's part of what's cool about that first drink that I got is the way they pour it. It's floating on top, so it hasn't mixed with the lemonade. So when you mix it, it turns color. Right. Okay. Cool. Yeah, it's really cool. So they they have a lot of fun stuff. I took a bunch of pictures. We'll post all of our pictures of everything. Yeah. Um they sell tea bags of things. They sell obviously the butterfly pea flower, a couple of other merchandise items, um and all of these really tasty desserts. So it's a cool place to hang out. The downtown Silver Spring area seemed really neat as well. There's other little things to check out over there. So I highly recommend if you're in the area. It's not a far metro ride depending on where you are in D.C. And also it's kind of nice to get out of like D.C. proper. So
1: get out of the hustle and the bustle.
0: Yeah. Anyway, those are our new little local business finds. I am so glad that we're back. We really enjoy making these episodes.
1: I love it so much.
0: Yeah. So I think it is time. I think Lily, it is time. And you tell me yeah. that uh, next week mm. we do our summer mm. tea cocktails yeah. and mocktails.
1: Absolutely. We've teased it long enough. It is happening. Get ready. Get a little tipsy because Quinn will be. okay. Yeah, 100%. I was going to say
0: get ready because we know these episodes mean <laughs> Quinn gets sloshed. I'll intentionally mess up the recording. Like
1: whoops, yeah, I wasn't. to press the button. Got to do it again. Oh I gotta gosh. I got to drink them all again. Yes, let's do it. Summer
0: cocktails. I'll pregame for you. Don't worry.
1: Mocktails. Thank you. Let's get crazy.
0: Guinness is coming out with a new tea beer. What? Yeah. There's a stateside Guinness brewery in Baltimore. It's the only oh, one. Yeah. Okay. In yeah, America. And they brew with the spirit of American craft beer, which is really, really cool. So yeah. they're not allowed to make actual Guinness because that can only be made in Dublin. But they make different kinds with the the spirit of American craft beer in mind. Yeah. So they mess with it a lot. Okay. Um. So they did a boba inspired one for like Pacific Asian month. Okay. And it was actually really good because at first when I heard that, I was like, that sounds gross. Yeah. There's no boba actually in it.
1: Oh, okay.
0: So it's more like the brown sugar flavor and the tea flavor. And it was really good. It wasn't overpowering, but like you could tell what it was. It was really cool. My in-laws actually were collecting tea beers up here for me that they were going to bring to us in Florida. And then we ended up moving here. So when I moved in, they came over to help and they were like, we brought you this tea beer and this tea beer and this tea beer. So, so far I've tried that one, and I have two others, and then Guinness today just announced that they're doing another one for, like, their anniversary. Um, They're doing a couple, but the one that we care about is the Lavender Lemon and Black Tea Golden Ale. It sounds really good, so I'm very, very excited. I'm definitely gonna be trying that. Anyway, getting distracted.
1: We're just getting so excited about our cocktail episode next week.
0: Hell yeah.
1: Coming up. I'm probably
0: going to do four again because I'm extra and unemployed right now, so I have time.
1: Do you? I will do four or less. (laughs) Live
0: your best life. All right, so get ready. It's coming. Email us. Give
1: it a tripod at gmail.com. Check out the socials for all the pictures that we talked about today, for all the local businesses that we
0: talked about today. Yeah, you can find all of those at Give It A Chai Pod on Instagram, Facebook, which we don't really use because we don't like them, Twitter, TikTok. Uh-huh. Lily is uh, cheering for me with the ends of her hair as pom poms, and I'm really enjoying it. We're not sure what's happening anymore. <laughs> okay. Anyway, uh, thanks, Gary.
1: Bye, everyone. Thanks, Larry. I love you. And have a great Sunday. Bye.